Hey, what's going on? It is episode 232 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. You're finally back from Punta Cana. Back in the USA. And Punta Cana is somewhere specific? Punta Cana. It's in the Dominican Republic. That's what the place is called or the resort is called? or No, that's what the country's called. It's an island that's cut in half. Haiti's the other half. I believe mm. Haiti's the western But half. you could go to Punta Cana and be in Haiti. No, Punta Cana is a city in the Dominican Republic. Gotcha. I was so, bad at geography. And dude, algebra, me too. Me and too. geometry. And English. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. you were probably pretty good in English. No. Well, I, literature I couldn't stand. So I hate how they should have had two separate courses. But. I focused mainly on Russian literature. <laughs> so the reason I, you never, and anybody wants to go back and listen, they can verify this. You said you were going to go away, <laughs> but you never said when. So last week came around and I'm like, hey, you ready to podcast? You're like, I'm leaving tomorrow, dude. So no, I'm not, I'm not ready yeah, at all. Yeah, I'm bad at planning and communicating. Yeah. So I just want to put this on you. That is on me. The gap was on me. Um, Yeah, I went to my cousin's wedding in Punta Cana, which is in the Dominican Republic. I, I didn't know either. It's funny because I was saying like, hey, I'm going to Punta Cana. And a lot of people were like, man, I wish I was going to Mexico. And I would have said the same thing, but it's it's not. I didn't go to Mexico. Yeah, I mean, I always get confused if it's the Riviera Maya or Punta. Con- I, I don't I don't know if those are like. I think the Riviera Maya is like one area, and there's a bunch of little places within that yeah. that you can go to to vacation. So it's confusing. No, I clearly don't know. I <laughs> I only I know wrong I know I had to get a passport, and I booked this flight that they told me to book. And then when I got in that country, I was like, oh, I guess we're not. This is in Ecuador. How, okay. How long was the flight? Mm, four and a half hours. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't so bad. I, well, I downloaded guess there was it. no kids. It's fine. No, I didn't that's bring any key. kids. Yeah, that's well, key. not mine. Somebody, some people did. <laughs> no, well, in your party because you went with family. I put well. It was a family affair. I went to my cousin's wedding, but like we didn't all fly together. People were arriving at different days. So all I'm saying is, is I could probably handle. I mean, I have to think up to a five-hour flight tops with. Out my children without with ease, but anything beyond that, that's like people are like, uh, always ask me like, oh, would you like to go to you know, would you go overseas? No, I would not, just because of the flight itself. But how do your children play into this? If it's oh, I I wouldn't want to fly for more than an hour and a half with my kids. (laughs) Yeah, especially now. You want to talk about anxiety? We're already we're going on a cruise uh, for my wife's birthday coming up here. Well, well, I'll let well. you know well in advance of when that's happening. Yeah, I'm gonna need dates. Uh, so I'm gonna record uh, with Lou Dombrowski. <laughs> I'm gonna do one episode, and I'm already worried because I forget what the age is to where you automatically get to get in line of in front of the egg group. So I is that I, a thing? Yeah. So if you fly with children, you get to you get to be. I think it might be the A group goes, and then before the B group or something. But you get priority boarding if you have a small children. Okay. Which now, I don't remember what the cutoff is. It could be seven, or it could be eight. I'm not sure. Whose awesome could, idea is it to say let's put the children on the plane as long as possible? Well, so this is where the anxiety comes in because I don't like you know they don't have assigned seating anymore. No, so if you're one of the last people on the plane, they could be like, oh, we didn't realize till just now, plane's full, you're bumped off. Well, not so only that. you just want to make sure you get a seat. Not only that, but you're split. Yeah, that too. There's four of you, you're not sitting together. And I wouldn't have a problem if me and my wife were split rather mm-hmm. than me and my, you know, one child over here and this, you know, it's just too much to deal with. I, I have too much. Yeah, we walked on. Like, I don't know if we can get two together. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I'll like I'm going to be seeing you for a long um, time once we I'll get take there. Take one in the, the front. You can put her right way in the back. <laughs> That's fine. No, it worked out. That was fine. But you know what's cool is about when you travel like with your wife or someone is you don't have to like with a guy. You walk up and there's three seats. By the way, boy, do they pack him in like it's Wrigley Field and that sucker man. Like every movie that you watch has people flying on a plane and their arms are at least kind of out. You know what I mean? There's like even and if so, they can move the camera around. <laughs> yeah, but still, they're like they'll show two people. They'll show either the window or the aisle. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about how it's three and there's. It's not window or aisles. It's it's. Do you get? Do you, does your elbow get the spot or no? Because if that other got, person gets the elbow spot, you're screwed. We've your elbow is now this. tucked in. You, you oh, have to establish this very early on. That's like, like same right with away. same with the sports stadium or movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like the elbow is yours. It's not, yours not for, the for sharing. So you got to put it down and keep it there. Yeah. And even if it's uncomfortable for you, if you give an inch, you're not getting it back. No. So it's like when you're at a concert. Like if yeah. you mm-hmm. 
if you scoot back, like you can't lean back to get a little vantage point at a concert. No, someone's got your spot now. Yeah. So also, but what I was saying is your anxiety. What I was saying is when you're with your wife, you don't have to argue about who's sitting, bitch. Mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, there's two seats. There's a middle and an aisle. I'm I clearly get the aisle. Like. This wasn't like I'm being a jerk thing. Just like a guy will argue like, dude, I'm not sitting, bitch. But a girl's like, well, I'm smaller. Clearly, it makes more sense. I'm like, right. <laughs> makes more sense. I'll take the aisle. I wish that was the same in my, my situation. But I, I, you, you can guarantee. It? You know well enough that's not how it goes down. I, well, you know, as I was explaining. I don't that, get I first like, right of refusal. As I was explaining that, I was like, is this one of those jokes where you go, you know how when that doesn't apply to anyone, like everybody? It just doesn't apply to me. Well, I, I said, have a thing where I don't like to sit next to strangers either. Oh, I would rather my yeah. wife, the one woman I, I've sworn to protect, you has bet. to sit next to a complete stranger than myself. <laughs> yeah. Because they yeah. might smell or they might have germs. I don't know. No. I could good. I could smell and have germs, but they're mine. So um, flight aside, it was fine. So who'd you sit with? Well, she, she sat in the middle. I sat on the aisle and some guy sat on the window. Mm. And... We just didn't really talk to him. He said a couple That's words. Rude. He said a couple words the whole time, and he closed his eyes like he want. He made it clear like I'm gonna rest during this flight, and I was like, "Cool, good," because now I don't. I don't want. I gotta make small talk with my family for f- six days, dude. I don't want to do it for six hours with you. Not no no disrespect, but I just don't want to know where you're from. When me and the old lady were coming back from Florida when we went last year. I had to. We both had to sit separately. She sat in the row in front of me with two people, and I sat with two people. Oh, were you boarded? Like, I think I showed. I, I took. I, I'm pretty sure I took pictures and snapped them out. But <laughs> these people were making out the entire time that were in my row. Gross. Yeah. I think I remember you talking about. Yeah. that. that's disgusting. Dude. And I, I, at one point, I was like, "Don't, don't let me stop you." Like they looked over, like they, I was just staring at them, probably with my camera ready to go, and they're like, "Oh, sorry." I was like, "Hey, no, you're good." Well, I'll tell you what. Um, the flight was okay. But when I got there, and I like, I you know, I hate to give you compliments and throw this. Stuff. I don't hate to give you compliments. You didn't do your normal thing though, real quick, where you stand up and clap when the plane landed. No, you're you're not doing that. No. Anymore? At one point, we got there, and my wife was like, "Don't people clap on planes anymore?" And I was like, "Don't start <laughs> this shit." <laughs> That's you when know. you do that move like Schwarzenegger and Commando, where you elbow her in the jaw and you drop a hat over her head. She's dead tired. Yeah, with a waitress with her, when she walks by, dead tired. Just snap, snap of the neck. The minute she says it, I'd be like, I have to get in front of this. Yeah, no, it was all. It, it was. I mean, the ride was long. The, well, the thing is, I mean, you have to shuttle to the Excuse airport. Me. You shuttle to the airport. You wait. Um, it's an entire day of travel. As you wait forever to get through security, your bags. Then you get on the plane. You wait. Then you do five hours. Then you land. You wait. Then you get off. Customs was two hours. It was like being in ride for the Batman back in like '88, bro, at Great America. <laughs> no fast pass either. No fast pass. Well, there is a fast pass. I'll get that to that later. There is a fast pass, oh. and I found it out, and uh, I'm doing it everywhere I can go from now on. <laughs> Coming there, two hours. They had like, I don't know, maybe 300 people waiting to get into the country, and two people checking in. <laughs> that seems like, dude. A... It just it seemed yeah. I was like, this is this is how the license is gonna bureau. Be. I was like, when people like talk about other countries, like you don't understand, like they're not as efficient as the U.S. They're not this big, and they showed up and it was like two guys at like a wooden <laughs> desk going, "Now oh, where you come from, huh? Okay, okay." And I was like, "Oh damn it, this is gonna be a while." Now let me ask you: Are those guys liked by their administration, or is that where they send the heels? Like we're gonna stick it? <laughs> yeah. No, I, no, I think the heels get stuck in the jobs that you got to hustle. So like, that, let me that's kill a your good bags job. pretty late. Yeah, that's a sweet gig. You just sit there with a stamp. You 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 basically eyeball yes. everybody. You give them a little bit of stank eye, and then yeah. you you the know stamp. somebody if you're working that. Okay, because they're like he let everybody in. This you know he lets everybody come. He gives stamp, and it's like eh, you know, you know, you know, That's what he does. Maybe they have to get so many stamps a day. Like they have a, a uh... he gets carpal tunnel. He's like I'm just tired of stamping this stuff. So we get there, and no, but it's funny because uh, I was I was actually talking to uh, the wife about it. I said, man. um... Watching there, there was quite a culture clash between us and and the, the 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 people that were there. And our wedding was a very mixed. Our wedding was a, a very mixed culture. There was Hessville people. There was Michigan City people. That's there was pretty Indi- much the same. There was Indianapolis people. <laughs> okay, now we're talking. there was there was old affluent white people that had moved to Florida to mm-hmm. live comfortably, and then there was. Less white people that didn't move anywhere to live comfortably. And I started to play like this mental game. I started to go like, when I would get, and I shouldn't say uncomfortable, 
but it was it's hard to get a bunch of young people that want to party mixed with older people that this is a classy place like where we're at everything was like we're like everything was top shelf everyone was dressed to the nines all the time and it was really 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 nice like i had to go shopping before because i didn't have anything to wear i would i want them to know who i was right capri pants of course yeah of course everything was tight angled capris <laughs> so it was weird to watch these different groups mingle when you see like the older crowd clearly has no interest in hearing um like like uh Warren G mm-hmm. and regulators or or uh old town road mm-hmm. i heard that song about 17 times when when that song's playing and you you feel like half the wedding go like oi you know what I mean? And that shit comes on again. So I started playing this like little game. I was like, if I'm uncomfortable, how uncomfortable would Dave be right now? Every time I'd get stuck like in a line somewhere where somebody was like acting like well, I, not even not even some like one of my party, but like we'd sit down to breakfast, and it's so weird because at these resorts, there's really no rules. Everything is so so customer based. Everything is like commission based. Everyone works off tips. That no one's going to tell you, hey, you can't do that unless you really, really can't do that. So you'll go to breakfast. Some people will be wearing a polo and nice shorts. Some people will literally walk in like in a bikini and just sit down and eat, which sounds fine, right? But it's very like, like you walk up and you go, there's no standard. There's no standard. You walk in and you go table for two and they go, oh, right this way. My pleasure. Can I get you anything to drink? I'll just have a water. And they'll go, come on, you're on vacation. You're on vacation. Let me get you a mimosa. You know, it's all that. And then you see somebody walk in with like no pants and a hard rock tank top. And I'm like, eh. and it would make me uncomfortable. I would just go like, someone needs to be in charge and say, what's what? See, you're, you're finally getting it. <laughs> I think I am starting to get it a little bit. There's, well, because it's, you're here on vacation. We can't can, go that, we cannot fly that fast and loose. It, it shouldn't be. It should be no. a little more high, a little, a little more tight. Higher, tighter. <laughs> so like, when you pay a lot to be somewhere, you're paying to be comfortable and relaxed, and these people are all working on tips. No one's going to say you can't do stuff. But you need that inner you to go, we shouldn't do this, though. Okay, but so I'm paying the same amount of money in this this uh, fictional situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying this money to be to enjoy my time and be relaxed. Yeah. And my relaxation is, you know, like wearing a, a, a nice pair of pants and a polo. Uh, again, yeah. just for this example, right? And you're relaxed, like you said, is the Hard Rock T-shirt with no pants. My right. relaxation is out the window. Now, you, the guy that wore the no pants and the Hard Rock, I'm not bothering you with the polo. I would assume you're, you're, or you might be like, oh, this guy's so stiff. Right. I don't know, but I, I, I think you give it less of a, of a, of a, a you know, a once over than, than I do. What it do ruins mean? my whole time. Oh no, it doesn't ruin my whole time because I like to people watch. Yeah, if, well, I didn't if like... I'm with my wife, I enjoy it because I can, you know, she just, she knows that I'm just going to bitch and complain the whole time. So I do it with the intent of being funny. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't, I don't really let it ruin my time, but it's definitely, right, right. She, just like you, she's like, oh, wait till he sees this. He doesn't even notice what's behind him. You it's, know? Well, it's hilarious because I got my wife to start watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. She'd never watched it. Now we're like a couple episodes into season two and this has been watching it for a month or two. And we were watching one the other day, and we were at the restaurant, and I forget what the the guy did, but he came in, and he poured my water, and then hers was like only a quarter, and then walked away or something. And it was like for the next 10 minutes, I was just like, why why wouldn't he just do two halves? Yeah. If that's all the water he had, why wouldn't he just do half a glass, half a glass? Or why wouldn't he say, give me a minute and come back? Something was, I don't know if that's exactly, but it was something like that. And she was just like, oh, now I get it. It took me like a season of curb. She's like... Now I know why you and Dave like you. You guys are like that guy. Like you let stuff. Have you always been that way, Burrow? Um, I hope to think that I'm making you more that way. <laughs> I'm sure. I've I've definitely always been. I've always um, noticed things that aren't important and let them bother me. I've always done that. That's for sure. Good for you, maybe that is the tie <laughs> that binds us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would uh, like we'd be eating. She's like, "Oh, this mango is so good. I can't believe it's so fresh. How can I get it?" And I'm like. Why would he wear that hat in here? Like the whole time, I can't get over it. You know what I mean? So that's like something the, like that. There was a straight year where my wife would say "mango" instead of "mango" everywhere she went. Yeah, yeah. You well, that brings this? me. That brings me. That brings me to a good point. 
a lot of well, no, go ahead. She she always did that. Well, I'm just, my point being is is she knew it pissed me off, and she would just say, "Well, mangoes are from you know they're 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 from Mexico, so you say mango." And I'm like, that, that, it's that, pronounced that reason, Mongo. It really that, that, is. Okay, that's great, but we don't pronounce, you know, we, we're in America. Right, right, right. So we pronounce a lot of things the way that Americans pronounce them. Yeah. And people that live in certain parts of London don't pronounce things like people that live in Baltimore. Right. Or you ba- know, Baltimore. because, you, yeah, you, you, you pronounce it regionally what, yeah. what's acceptable. Like we should get a little bit of a pass for saying it. We don't have to say it. Myself and uh, a friend of mine were talking, and he is super, as am I, super annoyed. When anybody says cheers, it sends me, it really pisses me off. Like if, now, if somebody brings you a beer, uh, a waiter, and drops it off at your table and goes, cheers, it's irritating to no end. Do you like when they follow it up with mate? I've never had that happen. So cheers, thank mate. God, I've, I've never had that happen. Like if, I feel like the person that should be saying it should be the Australian guy or the British guy that goes, cheers, mate. That would make that would more make sense, sense yeah. but not when it's a white hipster. Then you call you the C word because they throw that around. Like I, I had a guy was uh, serving myself and my wife beer at uh, a local brew pub, and he puts the beer down and he says cheers, and then he asked me, he goes, "Are you right-handed or left-handed?" And I'm like, "What is it? Why?" And he's like, "Are you right-handed?" He just he, we we went we went round and round and three finally, laps on this. Finally, he got angry enough. And he's like, "Because I'm asking you, so I could put the cup down with the handle side, which would be the you know way whichever hand you would use, so you don't have to reach across your body to grab it." I was just trying to be, yeah, trying to be. I was like, "Just put the you're, fuck like, you're like, you know what bothers me more than <laughs> reaching the wrong side? You saying this to me four times. Yeah, right. It yeah. bothers me way when more. You, it's like if 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 you tell a joke and I go, I don't get it." Don't bother explaining it to me. Just walk away and assume that I'm an idiot. Don't yeah. because it doesn't do you any good to explain the joke because I'm not going to go. I'm not going to laugh now. I might go. Oh, okay, I get it, yeah. but it's not funny anymore. I got to do it a lot too. But then I'm like, because I I go, was that not funny or are you dumb? Like which one? I think because a lot of times it's either one. <laughs> For me, it's all it's all references that make no sense to the people I'm telling. I I, I, yeah, I never yeah. can read the room as far. I'm going to go with you know a reference from uh, Good Times. Mm-hmm. And nobody has a clue what good times is or what I'm talking about. And it's funny to me. And then, you know, people are like, dude, what, what is that even? I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. Like I'll quote office space and somebody goes, huh? I'm like, forget it. <laughs> Just forget it. But as far as calling it Mongo, that's funny you mentioned that because as I've said before, working in, in warehouses in South Chicago and then working for Whole Foods for so many years, uh, I picked up a good amount of Spanish. Now I, I'm not, not close to fluent right nowhere near it but i can get by um in a pinch with a little help from my friends um like like joe Kaka. but i can i can get the basics where are you going what do you need hey what is that okay okay estamos um so but anyway since i never took a spanish class and i don't know how stuff looks on paper very well i only know it verbal so when i say it I'm not. I'm not trying not to sound douchey, but like when I speak in Spanish, it the accent is convincing because I've. It's like if you went to like Thailand and were around the people, you didn't know the words, but you would just mimic them, and so it would sound. Mm-hmm. So it's like like okay, if someone says like like you're 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 in the Dominican and you go, they're gonna say cómo estás to you, and that's gonna mean how are you, and you're gonna say bien. So people see you and you'll go cómo estás bien. I've heard that so many times working with people that it just sounds like como estas to me and I'll say it like quicker. Bien, bien, todo bien. Well, people would come up and they would say, hey, señor, señor, como estas, vacaciones. They would say all these words and I would go like, oh, bien, bien, todo bien. And they would go, oh, and they would think, they go, oh, español, entiendes? And then they would start saying all the Spanish and after a few of these, these times, my wife's like, stop doing that. <laughs> I she, agree with her. Yeah. Super I, annoying. I get it. Well, she was like, stop pretending like you know Spanish. So I'm like, well, I'm not I'm not pretending. I, I know how to say hello. He was just saying hello. Yeah. I Someone mean, says, how are you? And I'm saying, I'm good, I'm good. So, But he knows both languages because he's smart. So should I from a... pronounce it dumber? So, well, or, or should I just, she's like, just say English, just say, oh, good. I don't I'm know fine. if I should be giving you any tips because I was, we were watching Ni Hao Kai Lan when my son was a child. And How's that? I, I, every time we went anywhere where there was an Asian person, I'd be, you know, I would, I would Ni Hao. I'm not really even sure. <laughs> right, and I would it. tell my kid, I'd be like, say Ni Hao to this Asian person and see mm, if I they respond. It. I'm not sure if they're the right 
kind of Asian to know what this means. Yeah, just, they, say, just, maybe, just say Saladika. But I'd make him sticks. do it so that way it wouldn't seem racist. Then I, okay. if, if they knew what he was saying and they thought it was cute, I'd be like, oh, That's I taught him that. If they didn't, I'd be like, oh, I don't know what this. Kid, I don't know Got where he gets it. this from. He clearly doesn't know the difference between a Chinese and a Japanese person. Not as not like you do. Yeah, right. For sure. Right. Like with drop all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like. You know, for someone who likes Jocko so much, just say good when they ask you how you're doing. But you got to go, oh, bien, bien, como estas? And so that kept happening. They go, oh. Or or I'd hear him say something. Like, there would be a language barrier between us and our waiter or somebody selling us something. You're like, I got this. I'll order for the group. I was like, excuse me, excuse me. Mongos for everyone. Uh, mongos <laughs> all around. Oh, uh, uh, nosotros uh, uh, queramos mongos. So... So, so there was there was times when it would help because the waiter would be like, uh, he would kind of be stumbling, and I would fill in those gaps with the Spanish I knew. And she was like rolling her eyes, like stop doing this. And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm not trying to be douchey. I'm trying to help, but I get why it's douchey. Yeah, yeah. So what do you like? You know what I mean? It's like yeah, uh, sure. I'm trying to think of another skill I could liken it to where it's like I sort of know how to do that. You know, it's it's it, dude. Okay, imagine it's like. You have a you know how to play four chords on a guitar. Mm-hmm. They don't sound great, but if someone heard you play those four chords, they go, "Oh, you you obviously play like your rhythm's fine. You can play those four chords." And they go, "All right, dude, um, grab a guitar. We're gonna do. We're just gonna do like a little blues lick, key of G minor. <laughs> um, we're just gonna do like a one five four three one five four five. You you you'll you'll catch up. And I've been in that spot musically before too, where they go, "You play guitar, grab this and do this," and I'll go, uh. No, I don't know how that song goes. Well, I I have that even worse because people will be like, we're, it's just it's just C E G D A B C, well, that and I then we're gonna do. hit the E J C, and I'm like, I don't, I just know what, how to play. I don't know what the notes are <laughs> for the bridge. And they're like, so you the said team. you did play or you don't play, and I'm like, well, I do. Tell me what song it is. You know what <laughs> I mean? I have to go worst. through this whole thing, so I just tell people I don't play guitar. I'm like, no, I don't play. It's the, it's the worst. Yeah, because they go like. Play it, but play it a half step down, right? So that we can match our vocals. I'm like, I don't, I can't, yeah. I can't. No, no, no. It's open D tuning. I no, yeah. no, I'm not sure yeah, about if you, that. If you just want to tune it, I mean, you know, it's fine. Yeah, or people go like, you play, just like pick it up, and you go, no. Here's a list of songs I know how to play. It's like, like a karaoke book, <laughs> right? Pick, uh, we'll take 57, and then we'll do 32. I did that once for my my niece's um, graduation, high school graduation. They asked, could I? set up in the corner of the yard and just play music while everybody parties. So sure, you know, I did a couple hours. My niece is a, is a or not, I'm sorry, my cousin is a phenomenal singer. She's really, really good. She gave me a couple songs she knows how to play. And I was like, I'll try to learn them before you get here and we can duo and it'd be great. Uh, I didn't have time. I didn't get to it. I didn't learn them. So I gave her a, a list. I had a book. I was like, hey, here's like 100 songs I know. Just pick one of these and we'll we'll rock out. She's like safety dance. Nobody knows safety dance. <laughs> She's like, first of all, the fact that you still play the Eagles means you're the worst. <laughs> but uh, no, but I was like, yeah, here's like a hundred songs I know. And it's like, well, do you know like do you know Beyonce? And I'm like, so here's like a hundred songs <laughs> that I know. Any of these, if you want to pick one of these, that'd be cool. Have you ever heard uh, "Shut Up"? So here's. Like a hundred songs <laughs> that I know, you know. How do I? How do you want? How else do you want me? But no, it was kind of like that. So she thought I was being a douche by by speaking Spanish, um, and then I was like, "Well, is it offensive?" No. Are, are they, no. to them? Are they like, "Hey, no. hey, don't, don't, don't bn me." Okay, you don't know Spanish. Just for, say good for people who clearly speak English better than than you speak Spanish. They, they I doubt they're judging. They're ju- no, because they have to do it all the time. They're how how would you know they're used to to trying to communicate in English okay w- with a little bit of English that they know meaning that they're better than you are at Spanish but still there comes a time where they have uh, uh you know there's a barrier for them or they there's something they they don't know so like that's what I was hoping but like if there's no language barrier I won't bother or if I just do it because a lot of times if you co- say you come across someone who only speaks Spanish they start saying stuff to you in English and you'll go you'll go good that sounded great you know what i mean i don't i never seem to mind if you well like, okay so if you come up and go if someone speaks spanish and they go like hey um i'm hungry too i'd like a hamburger and fries i wouldn't go like 
hamburguesa y pepitas. Don't, don't give me, you know what I mean? Don't, don't. Uh, no, I have no idea what you're saying. Well, hamburgers and fries, I wouldn't be like, don't try to say it in our speak. I'd be like, yeah, hamburger, I know what you meant. You know what You're I mean? Like how you say hamburguesa? Uh, okay, so whopper. Oh, so Spanish. This is even. This is even going to be weirder. I, in my opinion, because of the fact that Spanish is so prevalent in the United States, and Spanish-speaking people are all around us, or mm-hmm. at least bilingual Spanish and English, it's a little bit more acceptable. Would you try that same bullshit your high school German in Germany, mm. or Russian in Russia? You know what I mean? I think it's so much more daunting. We're we're just inundated with Spanish. No, because my Spanish is so much well, not no, so I much, know that so much better than like my my German would be like eek I, Well, I know that. I'm saying even if you spent time around German people, do you think I just feel like we're so close, we're so integrated with with Spanish speaking yeah. people in America? Yeah. And you're not really with, you know, French people or German people or Russian people. So for you to go to a foreign country like Russia, and you, you know, you you had spent some time around Russian people in this scenario. Do you, I, I feel like it would just, for whatever reason, Spanish is more. They they know that we we know a little bit of Spanish or we're, we're inundated with it. I just think it's easier. Maybe yeah. I'm completely off. I don't know. So maybe douchey sometimes, maybe not douchey sometimes. Douchey all the time. I just, but I just don't blame you for doing it, dude. The other thing, the theory that we've talked about before, that uh, my wife has a theory that everyone should get paid by commission. Um, like everyone should get paid like by commission, like in tips, like combined kind of, um, what do you mean? Everyone? Like if you get paid by the hour, regardless of how you do your job or not is going to affect the way you do your job. Sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. So she's convinced that everyone should get paid like by commission. Like if you don't do a good job, not like sales commission, but like if you don't do a good job, you don't get a part of that. You know what I mean? Like you, she does hair and it's $80 and she gets a portion of that and then a tip. It has never been more prevalent than, dude, when we got down there, everyone is trying to make money so bad. Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, they're grabbing my bags from me. And they told us when we got there, hey, the Amstar travel guys will wear blue flowery shirts. These are the only guys that you can take rides from. They're the ones that are going to take you where you're going. There's no need for any of this. It's all set up. There's a shuttle there. People have every different, they're, they're going, hey, no, it's good. Hard rock? No problem. No problem. And I'm going, no, no, no I got it. No, 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 it's fine. I just, I carry it for you. And I'm like, nope, I got my bags. And they're like, it's okay, let me see your ticket. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. That's, that's where we're going. Come on. And I was like getting like aggressive. I was like, nah, man. I got like, so I'm carrying both of our things. And uh, that's not a good side of it. However, dude, once we got to the place where it's like. You're saying the people that were supposed to be driving you were trying to generate a tip by grabbing your bags. and Or you're mm. saying people that both. were at the airport that sure. weren't necessarily with your in the in the blue flower group were also right like when myself and my wife were in florida and we i thought we hailed an uber but it was just some <laughs> some murderer that was right <laughs> exactly i was in fearful of that so i didn't i didn't i was like until i see somebody i know or that blue flowery shirt i'm not giving anybody mm-hmm. anything but they were all so like they were very convincing like no it's fine this where you're going to hard rock i got you let's go no problem or they would just they would make it's it, just a whirlwind. They would, so they, just they would give you the impression of like, hey, you don't know anything here. This is where you're going. That's you're supposed to come right. with me. It would just be like, like you're like I'm the guy you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the dark side of it. But past that, dude, the difference between that when we get to Chicago, oh, there's everybody pointing this way, this way. Welcome to Dominican. Welcome to this way, this way. Good to see you. If you're on vacation, everybody happy, happy. You get to Chicago and they're like, step through. And then there's no one there telling you where to go. Like like on the way back from Midway, Midway's a much better airport, by the way, in my opinion, smaller. But like everyone was lost. Like, where do we get our bags? And there was like one dude in the corner on a cell phone. He's like, there's bags over there if you guys are still looking. Like it was clear one person is getting paid regardless and the other needs to earn their money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, dude, you get to Chicago and they're just like, we, we just don't care where you're going and we don't care if you get lost in it. <laughs> right. It's 12 degrees and we don't care if you're in the alley. Right. But a Dominican, they're like, we want, hey, come on, I'll go chop you down a coconut. I'll give and it to you personally. there has to be people that are vacationing to Chicago, right? Yes. I mean, There's, not this time of year, except they're, I guess they're coming in for the holidays. Some of the people, but, well, my flight was coming from Punta Cana, so 
how do you know there wasn't people from Budokan that like, we came all the way to the United States for a wedding? I mean, it's not yeah, like no, you, know, you could. Chicago's a fairly big place, yeah. right? But yeah, no, they were just like, come through this way. Uh, is there any shuttle? No hospitality. No. no, dude. It's like, hey, is there any shuttle services? They're like, screw you. Like, <laughs> nobody cared at all. So, that yeah, that theory held up. What else did I have? Oh, dude, um, I want you to know that I, I did try cigars again. I just like, I, I, I try hard to be a cigar guy, man. And and when in Rome, and if I got a bourbon and a cigar, it's a good time. I was gonna, we smoked cigars before. Oh, that remember the last time you were like, I'm I'm out. No, I like them, but I got like a twenty to thirty minute window. Like after that, I'm kind of I don't want to smoke anything for that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe I just need to get shorter ones. No, the problem is that is, a thing. The problem is, is you uh, you're like a, a traditional cigarette smoker, so you don't yeah. understand about putting your cigar down and letting it sit. You don't have to constantly be holding it and counting in your head, okay, now I haven't, I got to puff it again. But it goes out if you don't pull it. So relight it. Oh, it's not a, okay. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Maybe that's it. You know, you take take a puff, you're supposed to let the entire tube, you know, all the tobacco in there cool down. That's why you keep the ash as long as you can on the end. There's just no hurry. Oh, I kept flicking it. it, it It's just like a- a, I couldn't wait to flick it once it was time to- That's bad because you- Oh, dang it. Well- what I'm saying, it's like drinking a glass of bourbon. You to just slam it down is defeats the purpose. I Man, I just got to get better at smoking. Yeah, that's what it is. I got to get better. I just smoked the other day. I had Monday off of work for Veterans Day, um, and I went to breakfast and ate breakfast for about three hours. Uh, sat there and drank about twelve <laughs> cups a of lot coffee. Of breakfast. Yeah. Well, I ate breakfast and then sat there BSing for three hours, drinking uh, twelve cups of coffee, and then uh, I went to the uh, cigar bar down the street. And smoked a hour and forty minute cigar, with just with coffee though, with the cigar. Yeah, yeah. But see, I've also never smoked a cigar without drinking alcohol. You don't do anything without drinking alcohol. How dare you? How <laughs> <laughs> dare hey, You're gonna leave All the door right. open. I'm I stepping walked, through. Yeah, I threw that sucker open. But it was a great time. Uh, it was funny. It Were was... there topless people? That's what we all want to know. There Beside was, you, dude. There was an adult... who worked very hard. <laughs> I do want to point this out. You've been working very hard. Did it pay off? What's that? Your physique. No. No. I stepped- <laughs> All that for nothing? Dude, I went to some spa. They, they... Stop. Right. You were getting up at like five in the morning or four yeah. in the morning to yeah. be able to work out before work. Oh, I still do, yeah. Pushing it to the limits. Yeah. Going Jocko. And you still felt terrible about yourself. I, I didn't look good. <laughs> I didn't look good. No, everything everything was fine. I was on the I was I was I was on the path, but I'd say about three months out, I started doing some intermittent fasting and dicking around a little bit, and I was losing a little bit of weight. But then, like, I don't know, something happened when I knew, like, I knew my bags were packed. I took my foot off the gas, bro. It's like I I was still running in that, but I was also still drinking beer too late, eating too many chips. You know what I mean? No, because if I'm, I would have gone like, if you a really year, think you gain weight? Oh, I know I did because I went on this spa, this hydro tour thing where you like you go in like a steam room, then a dry room, then you rub ice on yourself in this other room. The that mud- was on the vacation or before? It was on the vacation, okay. yeah. Then there was a mud room that was broke. Then they go in like a jacuzzi or whatever. And then afterwards, the, the, there was this scale in the locker room. And uh, I stepped on it and I was just like, fuck this. Send me back to Chicago. Just <laughs> well, give me, I was like, give was, me some Maybe dishes. it was in, in, in metric. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, also, the mirror was in metric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, apparently, the mirror was in kilograms. Because so you didn't feel you didn't, didn't feel it, good. It, no, I, no. The, I looked good in clothes, but if I took a picture on the beach, I was just like, "Son of a bitch." Yeah, I haven't taken a vacation in like ten years where it would matter if I had my shirt off and I blew it. I blew it big time. I this is my big moment. Like this is my Eminem moment, and I put mom spaghetti all over my sweater. I got the uh, the cruise coming up, but we're taking the kids with us, so I feel like. I'm expected to not be in good physical shape. <laughs> my children. If I, if I got my sweet daughter with me, it's like, listen, buddy, I'm worried about raising kids here. I don't have time. Yeah. Like I remember my growing up, my mom would always be like, I didn't, I wasn't able to go to the dentist because we paid for you. We were paying for you to go. Right. Or right, I wasn't right. able to do that. That's that's my. Now I'm using those. That was my dad's dental woes <laughs> as well. And my teeth are jacked up because we had to buy your brother braces. <laughs> you know what I mean for sure. No, all I had was my wife who, um, just doesn't enjoy. Uh, food or like, <laughs> like she doesn't like to drink, and she doesn't like 
she likes coffee, just like you, like with the coffee, but she doesn't like to eat. Like I'm like, you know, late at night, like when you just want like, to smash like a bunch of beers and chips. She's like, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> like who who wouldn't like that? Who wouldn't like like eating Doritos and drinking beer? That's not for me. I listen. So I'm just standing next to her looking like a pig. I listened to a podcast the uh, last week, the Local 219 uh, podcast, where Alan was interviewing the head chef from Franklin House. His name's Eric. Okay. And he was talking about, on Wednesdays, he's making, uh, he's like a self-taught chef. Okay. Nice. And uh, he was talking about ramen. And I'm like, I mean, who doesn't like ramen? I've had top ramen. I used to eat the shit out of it. And... uh the more I heard him talking, he was like, he wasn't talking about top ramen like that you get at the store. He's talking about some something else. Yeah, apparently there's a difference. I went to Three Floyds, okay, because that was supposedly from. He was talking about how he does it, but he his is only available on Wednesdays, and okay. it was in my head. And I actually reached out to this guy after the podcast, and I said, "Hey, man, good on you because you did a podcast and you were so passionate about what you do." And how much you love what you do. I had to eat ramen the next day. I was like, ramen or bust. I keep Unfortunately, hearing. I couldn't eat the amazing ramen you were talking about you cooking. I'll get there at some point. Okay. But I went to one of your competitors and ate their ramen. And from everybody else, he didn't say that wasn't. But everybody that I've heard, that's the gold standard. There's 18th Street, uh, which is another local brewery, yeah. who has a pretty damn good ramen. And then Franklin House. Dumb it down as far as it goes. What me. it is? What's ramen? I don't know. Well, all I know happened. is it costs 15 cents. I got a giant bowl with ramen noodles in it, which is the same noodles that you just helped me out. Yeah, same I mean, noodles. really dumb. Like just little skin, it had the, it, noodles. It was just, yeah, like the kind you get in the top ramen. The same, the, you know, the freeze dry packaging you get, the orange chicken flavored, yeah, beef flavored. Like 50, 50 for a dollar. Yeah, those same noodles. But this thing was in a broth that was so freaking spicy. Ooh. This, and it had. Uh, I want to say a soft-boiled egg floating in it. Like, as I was dipping it, I couldn't see because it was murky. And as I was moving the spoon and the uh, chopsticks around in there, I'm like, there's bacon in here? Soft-boiled egg sounds gross. There was a soft-boiled egg in there. Well, that's uh, It was oh like my. a hard-boiled or, or like, what's the other one? Like a poached egg. So you, it's a hard-boiled egg, but you open it up and it's like, it's it's Is not it gooey. It's not gooey. But it's in that consistency right before gooey. Gel- right. Gelatinous? Yes, gelatinous. It's, 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 like, oh, gelatinous yeah. egg. That sounds really uh, good. It was good, good. because it, was, it had soaked up the, the, the broth. I don't, so, and then there ooh, was gelatinous broth egg. What, what looked like bacon, but I think it was maybe pork shoulder. Okay. So it was a lot to take in. And Do you want to say where you ate this? At Three Floyds. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, you said the competitor. I wasn't sure. Yeah, okay. no, Three Floyds. And... This is what I will say. I don't know if I like ramen still. <laughs> I don't hate it. I didn't finish it, though. It was so foreign to me. And I If you didn't finish it, bro, you didn't like it. But we had a, you know, I went with my wife and she ordered like 50 appetizers. So I, that, that also had a lot to play. I, shouldn't, I should have paced myself. I don't mean that like to you because that's how I am. If I like something, I finish it. Yeah. Well, all I can tell you is um, I am still, the jury's out. I still don't know. So I, I, it's not a hard no. It's not something I feel like I would order there again, but I do want to see what else is. I want to try his to see if, if it's just theirs wasn't as good as I would have hoped. To, let's I go to 18th. I like to drink. You like to eat. No, not fro- 18th. Freezing Franklin dry. House. Yeah, but let's go to 18th. They have it too, you said. Yeah, they do. Let's yeah. also go to Franklin I mean, maybe House. I'll hit all three. All I'm telling you is... We can find the reason, the uh, Weird Time Recorded I, I boys was, and eat ramen with them. I was affected again by listening to someone else who was so passionate about what they do like that, that I was like, I got to get on this. But yeah, I did Of course. In, you know, I didn't try I didn't try his, unfortunately, because the podcast came out like on a, a Tuesday and, and by the time I got ramen, it was Friday. Yeah. So you don't know, though. I don't know. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Like, usually you could go like... Oh, I had pad thai the other day. I'm not a pad thai guy. I am a pad thai guy. I heard about pad thai like 10 years ago. Still haven't had it? Don't know what Anything it is. with peanuts in it, it, it can't go wrong except for poop. Oh, is that what it is? Peanuts? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it's noodles. Peanuts, it's if your spice. got peanuts and it means things are working too, so it's still it you can't go wrong. It might mean you ate pad thai. Yeah. It, it's uh, uh, like new, spicy noodles with okay. uh, with like uh, peanut sauce or whatever and like chunky like peanuts. Dude, I love like uh, Indian food with like yeah. curry with like peanut stuff like that. Yeah. 
Like well, that's another thing too. Indian food. I can say for I like Indian food. I like Turkish food. I, I like Mediterranean I food. I you like, know the difference. Well, I mean, I go to Aladdin Pita. Uh, yeah, the, you think Japanese here, and Turkish Chinese food. is the same, Dave? You think they're people, the same people? People. <laughs> I don't know Turkish. Soylent food Green is people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like sushi. There's not really. I'm trying to think if there's any ethnic food that I'm like, no, I just don't like it. If it's vegetables, it's questionable that I like it. But yeah. Anyway, dude, it's all I ate all week. So, I didn't know that. I didn't know what ramen God. was until I heard this guy talk about it. And then coming out the back door, I still really don't know what it is. I think most times it has mushrooms in it, which I don't eat anyway. But the focal point is it's all those little squiggly noodles. Yes. Or are they little and squiggly to fit in those packages so they can have as many in the box as possible? They are the same type and f- and taste of noodles, but they're probably longer because they don't have to condense them. In so same kind of noodles, but just way better ingredients around yes. them. Yes, yes. Like people, Those are probably made with chemicals in a bathtub. Right. Yeah. These aren't. Of course. Like, yeah. These are made the way noodles are supposed to be. Dude, have my made. kids like ramen. And I'm, Who doesn't? And But I'm just like, is there anything worse you can feed your kids? I mean, you talk about the the sugar content in candy, the salt content in ramen, in the little I truly think pack. like letting your kids eat Lucky Charms for three meals a day is more nutritious than giving them ramen. Like ever. It's... You know what? Years ago, I went on a diet where I I made I would pre make chicken breast, and I told you before I did this where I went on an entire month and a half diet where I only ate chili. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But this one I did with ramen where I just ate chicken breast. I made ramen noodles, and then I poured the the chicken flavoring pack out there. Then I strained it so it wasn't soup, and then I just put a plopped a dry piece of chicken on top, and that's all I ate. I lost weight that way, but but my my salt content, dude. I was just talking about chili the other day because I'm I'm sure you and your wife remember it when I first started doing the podcast. Maybe on the first six months to a year, I was re- I got really into chili, and you had mentioned that you now like chili. So I found some recipe. It was like the best chili ever recipe. And this took like five hours to make, like without even slow cooking. It was like you got to get stuff in. You got to braise it first, and you got to put some red wine in there. It was all this like, I don't know how to cook, man. I'm pretty basic, right? Mm. But I got this complicated recipe, and I was like, this is going to be the best chili ever. And I was so proud of it. But I was working midnights at the time. Sounds like it came out like my pumpkin. No, but you're going to remember this if you don't already. Um, I was working midnights at the time, and so I was making it late at night, and I couldn't sleep. So you're supposed to pour red wine in it. Well, I had a few bottles anyway, so I just started drinking. In this part, you're going to find hard to believe. But I'm drinking this red wine, and it's like 3 in the morning, and I'm making chili. And uh, I got apparently I got pretty ripped because one of the things that I was putting in came in a, a – I don't know how a plastic bag bag got involved, yes, but I it did. Remember this. But it did. And it was in the pot, so somehow I dropped a plastic bag – or part of it, like more than more than you would want. <laughs> Three quarters of the plastic bag. I'm more than you would want. Right. For sure, you know, at least a good chunk of it. And I was so excited because I was like, and I was like, dude, I made you guys a bunch of chili. And I was like, the part I tasted was pretty decent. Like, I don't know, best chili, but it was like, it was good. Uh, it wasn't shitty, you know what I mean? Mm. So I was like, oh, it's like fancy chili with wine. Clearly sans plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like a lot of chilies, like the pack, like there's like, like sometimes you take that packaging it's got all the ingredients in, mm-hmm. like, all the seasoning, and you dump that in your chili. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that, dude. I was measuring out, blah, blah, blah. I had, like, I got the, the, the cumin, cumin, whatever you call it, all that stuff in. And then I remember I gave you, like, a like a Tupperware of it. And then you, I remember you were, like, you weren't a dick about it. You were, like, oh, dude, there was, like, I don't know what happened. There was, like, some plastic, like, lining. There was something in it. And I was, like, oh, man. I was, like, really? That sucks. And then you, I think you would give me like the Tupperware back. When I saw how much plastic was in that dude, I was like, "Oh, so embarrassed." I was just like, "I don't know how that happened." I still don't know what came in a plastic lining, but I offered as a gift to you and your family Tupperware full of chili with plastic bags yeah. in it. And I wasn't. A How'd that conversation go I when you were when you were eating it? Were you like, "Hey"? Hey, I honey, does, does this? I'm ho- I don't have remember. a big bag. I'm hoping on- I just throw it all in the garbage and told you it was good. But I don't. I don't think that was the case. I think you were like, "Oh, it was good, dude." But there was like, I think you dropped. <laughs> there was an abundance of plastic. Yeah, yeah. Is that did the recipe call for that or? It had to be very early. You're like, on, listen, I like nice to make things it. my own. 
So basically what I did was I followed a recipe made by someone else. Then I dropped a plastic bag in there so <laughs> I could ba- <laughs> I could trademark it. I marinated in a Doritos bag to get the full flown <laughs> yes. flavor. Yeah, but I and so I was I thought of that the other day and I was telling that story to somebody and I was like, dude, I gotta redeem myself. Like I have to make like really good chili mm. without a bag in it and then spread it around like Johnny Appleseed. Chili without Give everybody a bag. <laughs> chili without a bag. I was uh, I was yelling at my son the other day, and I don't even remember what for. It's really superfluous. But I was yelling at him outside of the school when I was picking him up from wrestling. I think he was supposed to he was supposed to come out one door, so I parked on one side, and then he was taking an extra long time, and I was just really irritated. And and uh, I was like, I kept texting him like, "When are you coming out?" He's like, "I have to wait in line to take a shower, so I'll be out when I come out." And then he was in the wrong place, and anyway. I asked him, I said, would you, and I'm going to pose this question to you, would you rather get yelled at by your father in front of your coach or by your coach in front of your father? A real, a real down and dirty ass chewing. Dressing down. A dressing down. (sighs) I'd rather get yelled at by my father in front of my coach. Really? Yeah, and because, for one, I've already been yelled at by my father a bunch of times, so just receiving it is going to look more natural, and mm-hmm. I'll be able to, and, you know, and the volume in your house, I'm sure he'll be able to shake that off like water on a, you know, on a duck, that won't be anything. Like, I think I'd be, like, I wouldn't show it physically, I wouldn't have a physical reaction to it. Because I'd be like, oh, it's just like how he talks or whatever. That's just how he is. He's had a... I can make excuses for my dad because you don't know my dad. Mm-hmm. Right? To the coach. I'd be like, ah, he had a rough day or whatever. But he, doesn't, he expects a lot of me. The bar is high. But getting yelled at by the coach in front of my dad, now I got to explain why the coach is that way. And I got to tell my dad, like, no, like, like, no, he's not that bad of a guy. You know what I mean? I got to sell you both. Have to, you have to not only eat shit from the coach, then you got to defend the coach to your dad because you don't want your dad to... Go after the coach. You more. gotta eat shit, then defend him. <laughs> right. With with I think with That's, your dad is well. You still have to do it with your dad, but not as like no, because you know the coach is probably gonna go. Listen, I had the same kind of dad coming up. I understand. There's a hair of sympathy you might get. <laughs> yeah, from right, like, hey, right. Maybe There's maybe I, maybe I shouldn't run him so hard in practice. His dad's kind of an a hole. I I can just remember like <laughs> last year in junior high, going up to the coach after the coach was. Uh, giving some not so friendly advice, or you know, was angry or whatever, and I would be like, "That's what I'm trying to tell this kid." You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's at home, he's he's working hard, but he could work harder. You know, he could be putting the extra. These other guys are out there putting in the extra. He's time. got holes in his game. I see it. You see it. <laughs> so then there's this other thing where me and the coach band together to attack. Uh, so that oh, that option is always available. That's too. like Voltron, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is a Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. So uh, that can happen. That's just he's not going to be able to handle that. Do you want a moral conundrum, or do you want to hear about a recommendation for a show? Uh, moral conundrum. All right, you could stick that other thing probably stick at the, the end show and at the end. You don't gamble much, right? Never. Okay, never. I don't. I mean, gamble. now I don't gamble much. When I did, it was horse racing only. When I do, I gamble like small amounts. Mm. You know what I mean, like twenty. 40 like a bit like if i put 50 in on something it would be like i really hope this comes in you know what i mean like a football pool like anything like just if if i stand to lose 50 dollars, that's a big bet for me yeah but it's different if you're if you're willing to lose 50 dollars over a four-month football season it's not that big of a deal but if you're no. put, you're talking about putting 50 dollars down on a hey, high card yeah yeah well just okay. it's either way i just or blackjack I, or Fifty dollars to me, I go. I can buy something with that. Like I just mm-hmm. never have. I never have so much money that I go. Why well, don't I have anything left? I want, so I'll just gamble this. I just never have it. I don't look at it like I'm not a like a winner. <laughs> I don't ever think I'm going to roll and win. I have that. Um, I got that sickness, so I can't do it. I mm. stay away from it. You like it? No, the sickness is uh, if I have money left, it has to be gambled. Oh really? So it doesn't make any sense. So if I was to put down fifty dollars and win a hundred, I have now a hundred to play with. And if I lose now eighty, instead of walking away, I go, Well, I got this twenty. I mean I came here to gamble. So yeah, maybe maybe if I won more it's I'd zero have that. I can control too, because I have to walk I cannot leave until my pockets are completely empty. 
That seems like a really bad plan. <laughs> That's why I don't do it. Oh, I see. Happened with horse racing. I used to go to the, to the horse track all the time. And, and you're like, until I'm out. Yeah, I would I would win. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to box this. I'm going to have a superfecta here. I'm gonna yeah, do. And then the next, thing, the next thing I know, I, w- I would win, and I would turn around and put the whole lot on the next race. Oh, you're insane. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. We're at the hard, I was at the Hard Rock Casino. I won this raffle at the wedding, like the, the night before or whatever, and I had a $25 chip. And like I said, I literally like, especially casinos, Dude, I don't even know what I'm doing. People are like, yeah, you set the money down. I can't take the money from I can't take the chip from you. You set it here. Right. There's like all this etiquette. And I went during the day to to blow this little chip because I, I didn't want to go when it was busy because I didn't want to look like, like, I didn't, like an idiot. So I went during the day or I didn't want to go the night. So I looked like an idiot when it was busy. So I go during the day. With all the pikers. <laughs> right, exactly. Precisely. So I get my, and well, also the minimum bet was 25 at night. And I only had one chip, and I really didn't want to fill out a thing and get a player's card and walk up, mm. have one hit, one one blow out, one deal of blackjack, and be like, "Well, see so you guys all later." You with it, yeah, all you can get with your winnings today is a whoopee cushion or this 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 ink that uh, <laughs> that dissolves by it's like, itself. It's like when you go to like uh, it's like you take your kid to like Chuck E. <laughs> yeah, Cheese, exactly. and there's like there's a bouncy ball. Like we didn't even give you. You really didn't even win any of your money, but this is a, a parting gift. Do you like little green army soldiers? <laughs> you can pick any one of these that yeah, you want. It comes with a cool parachute. <laughs> Small. So, um, yeah, I'm so like not into gambling that I don't even want to do that. So I went to the, the, the $10 table and I won five hands and I lost one. So I went from, I didn't have any money. I got a free chip. I made it up to $65 or whatever. I was betting 10 hands at a, $10 at a time. And then I was like, I won, like I said, I won a four and lost one, whatever it was. So I was, I only lost once. And I couldn't, I couldn't find my wife. She walked off somewhere, and I was like, you know what? Let me just take these chips. I don't know people have rules, but like, don't leave a hot table or whatever. Not that, not that five hands is hot, but I just like, what do I know, right? right? So I just got up and I was like, I'm gonna find my wife. I'll come back. And I went to her and I go, hey, we're up sixty five bucks. So let's like, turn this into a hundred. She's like, that's sixty five dollars. Shoot, that's like that's dinner tomorrow or whatever. And I was like, so she's practical. like, cash it out. And I was like, can't cash it out. I mean, it's free money, like. Could definitely buy some cocaine with that. I would. I would hope in Dominican. Who knows what the prices are? Yeah. So I was like, well, long story short, I walked with sixty five dollars. Like I'm at this. Like there's like all never, this. I've never done it, so dude. I all this gambling. Like sounds great. Well, I thought like on one hand, I was I was like, play with it, have fun with it. Who knows? You could win two hundred bucks. Mm. But then she was like, yeah, that's sixty five bucks. Like she's like, that's that's the kids' lunches for like two weeks or whatever. And I was like. I, I didn't have an argument. I go, I guess, yeah. So I gambled for about four and a half minutes, and made sixty five dollars, and I walked out. And that was sounds it. like you're a great gambler. I'd you know I'd head right to the boats after you get done here. Yeah, I'm super good. I'm gonna put the house on it. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, I have that problem, and I, uh, I don't it have it. Not, it did not serve me well. But see, you have like confidence. I'm always like, nah, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. This is gonna <laughs> uh, suck. I so had you- confidence. <laughs> that, you know. But it's funny, I'd always return with that same confidence. But you always think, like, I I had a guy. But you think, like, I could win. Like, I got, I'm always like, there's no way I'm going to win. The only thing more romantic to me than complaining is having having a guy. When you know a jockey, when you have an inside, when you know... Hey, oh you know, yeah! It's like you feel like you're. It, it's gangster, right? So well, you're it's like, like, oh, listen. I know. You know, hey, I got, I got something in the third race. I got this, uh, this hot tip, and I would win on this hot tip. And you just go listen. All these other people are suckers, it, pff, without a doubt. And only but then I would suckers. take. I'm if I could on. walk away after my hot tip, and uh, my brother, my brother-in-law, we all, we all got this family hot tip, so we know this hot tip, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it would serve me well. And and you know what? Um, I would lose it all immediately the next race. I, I don't think I ever went more than one to maybe really? two races beyond that before I bet the entire lot of anything. Even if I went there and had a lock and I was like, I won a grand, I would bet a 10 to 1, you know, wow. <laughs> long shot. Wow, on. you would. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Well, Same thing happened. It wasn't my money. Well, because I was like, but it's it free. is. It's free money. No, it's not free. I went in there the same way as you did. I went, hey, I have, six, I have $60. I have nothing to do with it. I bet it on on what I thought to be a lock. That lock would come in, and then I would have all this extra money, and I'd be like, "Oh, at the end of the day, even if I lose this, everything, I really only lost sixty. 
Yeah, but then but you go like, hey, this thousand dollars can buy a lot of stuff. You don't think no, about that? No. You don't think about how it's real money. And I knew that if I kept on winning, I would eventually just bet more long shots until it was all gone. You would just be like, I'm going to be the biggest. Yeah, I'm trying to be a mush here. Yeah, but that, doesn't that turn you into a schmuck? It does. Yeah. Ah, geez. Same because thing happened. That's why I don't do it. Same thing happened. I did this. I was in this NFL pool, like the King of the Hill style. You pick a team that's going to win. Any team that's going to win, fine. You're you stay on next week. Yeah, it's a, what do they call those? These these are called they they refer to it as a King of the Hill, but okay. like like you just need to pick a winner. No spread. No no point spread. No nothing. Pick a winner. Next week, pick a winner. You just can't pick the same mm-hmm. team twice. We're in like week twelve or whatever. There was 12 of us left. I was doing pretty good. Week 10, 11, whatever it was. I was doing pretty good. Then we're out of the country. I texted my buddy. Place this. Tell him. Tell him I want Baltimore. Baltimore killed last weekend. Tons of upsets. Every other game was tons of upsets. Did you tell everybody, like, hey, honestly, I got to call my bookie. Give me one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have. That would have been way cool. I should have done with an earpiece. What's that? <laughs> Buy low, sell high. We've had this conversation a million times. You tell lefty. <laughs> I want to put too large. No, not slick. You know how he is. He's got this thing about (laughs) visitors. I don't like it. So um, it's down to me and one other person because everybody gets blown out this past week. So essentially the pot's like 1700 bucks, right? Or, hey, you could split it. You both get... Something like that. You both get you both. God, I'd you, lose that in a millisecond. You both can walk with eight sixty. Now I got a couple good teams left. I got Minnesota playing this week. There's like eighty percent chance they're gonna win. But again, like the casino, I just go, dude, eight eight hundred free bucks. Like I put in twenty dollars, you know? So being the the, the the puss that I am, I could have stuck with it and I could have won seventeen hundred big. But they put in this text, hey, you guys figured out a lot of times large. A lot of times people will go, You want to split it, you guys you both get whatever, or do you want to go until it's the end? The person immediately texts back, I'm out of the country, so I'm not getting all, but they immediately text back, I'm good with whatever. And I'm like and I'm thinking, because a guy that doesn't gamble, I'm like, You're good with whatever. Just that quick, you're gonna make it you could make seventeen hundred or make nothing. And you're just within seconds, yeah, it's fine, whatever. I was like this now I'm sweating. That, that kind of confidence, I'm right. like, or maybe ignorance, right? Yeah, he knows something I know. I'm just like, because whatever. Because like I said, I got a couple good, I hadn't I hadn't bet Seattle yet. They're bound to win a ton. I hadn't bet Minnesota. So finally I decide, you know what, I think I'm just going to take 800. That'll buy Christmas, right? Christmas presents are taken care of, whatever. But my conundrum for that long story comes into this. My wife doesn't know how much any pot is that I'm in this, whatever. So I go, I'm about to win 800 something bucks. Do I tell her I'm winning 800 something bucks? Hell no. No? That's not a conundrum. What are you crazy? You just keep it? Yeah. It's very dishonest. What do you, what do you, it's very, why is it very dishonest? Because if you, if, if, if. You don't if, think your wife's ever bought a skirt, a purse, eyelashes, threaded, Whatever they do, tons without of, telling you about tons it, of times all that. How much stuff. was your initial kick in to start? Twenty bucks. Yeah. No, she doesn't get to know anything. I mean, no way. No. Well, you could have done something really nice and used that money and bought her something nice with it. Something for like a hundred bucks, and she'd be like, "Why right. are you so That's generous?" What I meant. I didn't mean. Yeah. Yeah. So fifty That's bucks. Crazy. That's not, yeah. Let's keep it semi-real. Yeah. Yeah. No, no conundrum at all. No way in hell I would tell her. I listen. If I gotta go, I gotta go home and look myself in the mirror, and I gotta go. You got eight hundred extra bucks floating around for a guy like me. That's a, that's a lot of bread, who, Jed. It, does she have any access to anybody else that's playing in this pool? I could. I look. I could have just said I lost. We're out. Does not, she, not even we're out. I'm out. She doesn't care what I entered. I enter every. I've been entering the same. Does for like she eight have years. access to anyone else who's involved? That might tell her, oh, yeah, maybe, that, maybe, you know, yeah, that, that maybe, 860. But, yeah, maybe. But that that's was, that's the only thing you got to worry about. You got to kill that person. That, Are you was, willing to kill that person? Nah, dude, this was all internal. I just read Sam Harris's. Here's what, here's what messed me up. I just yeah. I just read a Sam Harris book on lying. You it's listened short, to it or you like read a, it? I read it. Okay. I read it. It's only like 100 pages. It's short. But it talks about lying in almost every form other than like saving someone's life at that moment is almost always... Don't do it. Like you're not. Like you're Who's not he, fucking Bobby Brady. Like you're not serving anyone by lying. Yeah, al- almost. You ever. could be serving yourself a bunch. 
eight hundred bucks. Yeah, you could. Yeah, absolutely. Then down the line, they find out. Then they're like, "What else are you lying about?" You know what I mean? It's, it's what if snowball. you find out someday that Sam Harris is full of shit? If Sam Harris is lying. I'm going parachuting with no parachute. <laughs> well, whatever. You can you, make. I gotta. I, I. I can't live with it. So you got the eight sixty. I'm going. And she doesn't I'm know going, about going it. Going to get it. She still doesn't know about it. She knows about it. No. I told her. Well, what? <laughs> I was asking you what you thought about it. I think it's stupid. That's so dumb, isn't it? Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> it's and, the but, but here's, thing I've ever heard. So, but here's the thing. I told her. I was rubbing it in her face that There's I was not lying There's nothing you'd like to, to buy for yourself? A yeah. New, a new guitar? Of course. A There's new tons guitar. of stuff. I like to put 800 down on a guitar. Yeah, there you go. I like to put 800 down on a guitar that costs much more than They don't that. have service merchandise anymore. You just got to buy it or you don't cash and carry. Mm, Where do you put down layaway? Guitar center. You do? Not layaway. Credit card. Oh. Char- put 800 down, charge the rest. That's my oh, best, my go. big plan. Yeah. And tell her you got... You, there, you I go to, that there was an $1,100 guitar on sale. Dude, for I go to Express. You know how many bucks. skinny sweatpants I could buy for 800 bucks? Oh, yes. How many skinny suits I could buy? I mean, I'm not skinny, so it won't be for me. Well, I know you wanted to uh, throw a recommendation out for but a TV hold on. show. One more thing. Oh, go ahead. I told her about it, and I was like, "Hey, just so you know, because I here, here I started low. I go, hey man, I was just talking to who we're on vacation. I got this text. I go, I go, I go. So, uh, you know, it could be like, should I? I, I, I didn't know what to do. Do I get? Do I go all in, or do I take it? And she's like, well, I'll just go all in. Who cares or whatever? And I was like, what if it's like a lot of money? And she's like, ah, I was like, what, it's like a hundred bucks? And I was like, what if it's a little more? And every day, eight hours, 12 hours, I start going, what if it was like this? Just for example, like, let's just say it's like a thousand bucks. Is there, she's like, it doesn't matter. I was like, is there a number where I should just keep it? Like, say I won 500 bucks. She's like, oh, dude, if it's 500 bucks, keep it. That'll buy kids Christmas presents. It'll be great. And I was like, ah. and I was like, meh. And I was like, what? And finally I was like, what if it was like eight? 62 or whatever like, like an exact number so i told her and i'm sitting there going hey i didn't have to tell you i'm saying what you're saying i go i could have taken this i could have bought 860 mick chickens with far this. more of a douchebag move you're making right there than speaking spanish though. way more douchey right but <laughs> but but i'm telling i go i i basically i want her to know i basically want her to know that i could have lied about it and didn't you i want to just broke into the monologue that rocky had for mick when Mick found out that Rocky was going to be fighting for the title and uh, Mick had to come and eat crow and told Rocky he'd be his trainer. and you, Do you remember this? Vaguely. And Rocky pretty much said, hey, pound sand, dude. When I had nothing, you made me carry a spit bucket. You didn't want to train me. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you want to train me because it's your last opportunity? Mm. Get you know what in. Yeah, yeah. Go fly. I don't know if that really even applies here, but I feel like I always have a. I always want to find a place for it. Just that monologue. I wanted, I wanted honesty credit. Mm-hmm. I wanted credit. Yeah. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted her to go. You could have made. You, you had eight hundred sixty bucks. I didn't know about it, and you told me anyway. I wanted her to go like, well, that really means something. That's really nice. And instead, she was like, well, yeah, of course you told me. I'm glad you. I mean. Of course. Why, why what wouldn't else? you have? Yeah. She was like, why wouldn't you tell me? What are you talking about? She's like, you want you want to thank you for that? And I was like, I wanted credit. And I got no credit. None. <laughs> well. So I was, and so, and then, and then we. Are, what's the chance she'll forget the money's coming? Slim to 860. <laughs> Dude, we got, we got like this little debate over it. And like halfway through, I was like, you know what? I really regret telling you. I really regret it. Yeah. I really regret. I should have just been like, hey, here's, I, I played a gig and I made a hundred bucks. Here. Go to go to, go to buy yourself go to, something nice. Yeah, buy yourself a hundred McChickens. <laughs> buy yourself something nice from Target. <laughs> go get yourself something nice. <laughs> go take yourself over to TJ Maxx, Toots. Go get yourself something that's not too tailored. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad news. All right, well, this is stupid. I'm so dumb. We're out of time, so you can't talk about your whatever TV show you want to hawk okay. or movie you want to okay. hawk. But next week, okay. Or whenever we podcast next, hopefully. Next week. week. All right, that is episode 232 of the Hey My Man podcast. We'll see you next time later. Tonight I'm going to have myself a real good time. I feel like I've the world, turn it inside out, and float it around in ecstasy. Dancing to the sky
time to